If you're enjoying this episode, check out Fearless Fridays with Marianne, the podcast to help you transform past pain into present power so that you can heal your inner child and reshape your future. I am your host, Marianne Rivera-Dannert in Rochester, New York. My mission is to see women worldwide live a free, fearless, and fabulous life. Subscribe to Fearless Fridays with Marianne on the JazzCast Pros Network, available right here on your favorite podcast player. And remember, you are a priority and you matter. JazzCast Pros. Hey, welcome to Healthy Illness, the podcast that helps you build better relationships while living with mental health conditions. I am your host, Kelly Marie, and I live with mental health conditions. Our goal here is to equip you with the tools you need um, to have a better understanding around mental health, mental health conditions, and mental illnesses, all while being the best you that you want to be. And so whether you find yourself with a diagnosis, without a diagnosis, with something you know to be an issue, or you're generally mentally healthy, but you would like to build healthier relationships, this is the place for you. Like, subscribe, and share, and do all of the things. And feel free to leave comments and send suggestions for topics over. I would love to hear from you. Now, today's episode is about the words we use. I use the word condition purposely, you know, as someone that has diagnosed illnesses because I'm living in a kind of time and space now where my illnesses are not exacerbated. They're not in that worst case scenario phase. Uh, I live a, a relatively mentally healthy life and that's something that you don't always get to achieve, but you know, recovery is possible. There is hope in this journey of mental health and wellness. And so I don't want to put anybody in a box by saying, you know, our, our conversations are only about mental illness and, and living better with mental illnesses because that's not always the case. Everybody's not going to be diagnosed with a mental illness. Some people may never seek a diagnosis, but are living daily struggling, learning how to manage and, you know, some managing very well without a diagnosis. And then some folks just in the ebb and flow of life may experience a challenge or two and uh, it, it won't be what would be classified as a mental illness. And so that's why um, I'm saying mental health challenge. And I'm, I'm using that word purposely to be more inclusive of all of us, no matter where we are on our walks, no matter where we are in our recovery process, no matter where we are in our healing process, a challenge is a challenge. And in, in what may be a challenge for one person may not be a challenge for somebody else, but the tools that we use can still be beneficial. And so to be able to begin to break down stigma and break down those barriers around having conversations around mental health is something that is a goal of this podcast. And so I am in a really cool position to be able to tell you that our next episode is about DBT, dialectical behavior therapy, which is a way that people manage living with some mental health conditions. And I'm sharing that with you now because I might forget to tell you later. So mental health 
conditions. You know, if you look up the stats and um, look up all the numbers, one in five people will encounter, you know, a mental health challenge in their lifetime. That's a lot of folks. And, you know, at least one mental health challenge. And so we all have a measure of mental health, just like we all have a measure of physical health. Um, You know, you can be physically healthy across the board and and live a physically healthy life because you have great genes and maybe the work you do keeps you properly exercised or maybe you have the type of work situation where you are able to go to the gym and exercise and you have access to you know produce and you know, you monitor the food you eat and, and you're able to do all of the things and live in a neighborhood that provides you with all that you need to be healthy. Right. So you can you can be physically healthy and then you can have a physical illness or a physical condition that requires you to adjust how you live physically but in that adjustment you're still able to live a completely healthy physical life then there are some physical conditions or illnesses that with all the modifications and you know I don't know surgeries and things um, you are not able to live a physically healthy life, but it, it, you're not in a position where your physical health is a is detrimental to your overall life and health. And then, of course, you can be at the end of that spectrum where you um, have physical illnesses or physical health conditions that greatly affect your life and you are not living a physically healthy life and not capable of living a physically healthy life. But you can implement tools and things like surgeries or and being in a community that is conducive to living with a physical health challenge that allows you to still do the things that you need to do. So you can have poor physical health due to genetics or an accident or whatever and not be physically healthy. It doesn't mean that not being physically healthy means you have a bad life. It just means you're not physically healthy. And the same thing is true with mental illness. You know, that same spectrum exists. And uh, I might have skipped a couple of dots on the line of physical illness, but I think you get my point there. The, The same is true with mental health. Right, you can be mentally healthy and not experience any mental health conditions throughout the course of your life. If you've been thinking about starting a podcast and you want to include interviews with people across town, Riverside.fm offers unbelievable high-quality recordings regardless of your or your guest internet quality, and it also gives you separate audio and video tracks for each person speaking. And unlike Zoom, you don't have to install anything on your computer and your guests don't either. Head over to Riverside.fm and use promo code JazzyCast to get 60 free minutes of recording and 15% off a membership plan. And God bless you. Uh, It is what it is. You know, you don't have to implement, you know, the tools and tricks and take medication or be in therapy or whatever. And you have this mentally healthy life on the far end of the other extreme. There's mental illness 
and all of the ills that come with a mental illness. And so you're not able to live a mentally healthy life, even with all of the interventions that are available. And so few people, very, very few people are on the end of either of those spectrums, if any. And so when it comes to having a a healthy illness lifestyle, it's being able to take the situation you're in. And for me, it's mental illness. And I have been blessed to be able to have those preventative factors, um, some of which have offset the traumas that I've experienced in life. Um, But even with those protective factors and even with you know, medication and therapy and implementing the tools, the mental illnesses I live with have an impact on my day-to-day life. The reason why that's important is because most people, you know, when they see me or talk to me, folks that uh, know this new Kelly, the mentally healthy Kelly, don't know the depths of the illness, don't know how far I've come, how far up the hill I've had to climb or out of the darkness, you know, so to speak, that I've come in order to live this life that I have now. Still have issues, still have challenges, still have, you know, those things. But by implementing the tools, by taking the medication, by being in therapy, by practicing um, therapeutic techniques like DBT, which we're going to talk about next time, I'm able to live a relatively healthy life. And so I live with borderline personality disorder as well as generalized anxiety and major depression. So I can't say that I no longer have anxiety. I still do. It it just doesn't impact my life the way that it used to. If you're able to to like watch the video, you might see my eye twitching, right? It's a sign of stress. So the the stress is still there. The anxiety is still there. Uh, I still have anxious belly, I'll call it, that um, immediate onset of IBS, but it doesn't hit the way it used to. You know, I, I used to have panic attacks that would require me to just lay out for about 20 minutes, and I don't have those anymore. I'm wise enough to know that they could still occur, but I'm thankful that I have not had to experience that type of sign as it relates to the mental health conditions that I live with. One of the things that I have spent a lot of time on is being more mindful and and living in the present moment. What I've learned about being healthier, being mentally healthier is that living in the present moment and practicing mindfulness, focusing on where I am right now, how I'm feeling right now, what I can do about a situation right now has helped my anxiety be more in check. It's definitely checkable. But again, I'm wise enough to know that I could be in a situation that I don't expect and perhaps my body will respond in a way that would fall under the classification of generalized anxiety. And so you may never have a mental health diagnosis. You may never experience 
it's the debilitating nature of mental illness. And I certainly don't wish that on anybody. But at the same time, you can still focus on and work on your mental health. You can increase your mental health just like you can increase your physical health, right? If I wanted to go out and run a marathon today, I'm not going to make it to the corner, right? I'm not in the best physical health. Not at the worst either, but I am wise enough to know that my physical health does not at this point allow me to um, move in that kind of way. On the mental health side, I have greater mental health than I do physical health. That's what I think. Now, someone could uh, probably challenge me on that, but we're not listening to anybody else. I'm saying I have better mental health than I do physical health. I definitely work on my mental health more than I do my physical health. And uh, I find that um, for me at this phase of my life that works. My goal, you know, is to... I would love to be, you know, physically healthier and that's on the list of things to do. But being uh, not overwhelmed and, and, and focusing on today, that mindfulness piece, right, allows me to stay grounded and present in understanding that if I want to make change, what change can I make in this moment, right? And what would that long term look like without hyper-focusing on what tomorrow brings. Hey, if you like this episode, check out Getting Real with Bossy, where we chat about what it's like to be a woman business owner. You'll hear interviews with women who are doing what it takes to succeed and the reality of what that looks like. We cover all the topics, figuring out the rules and regulations, navigating business partnerships, even if that's your spouse, motherhood while running a business, working within your values, and all the ups and downs of being the boss. Are you ready to get real? Pop over to our podcast, Getting Real with Bossy. Fantastic. Greetings, everyone. My name is Ra. Yes, I am the host of Father Torch. I would like to take this time to invite you in my discussions on very, very important topics of being a black and brown father in today's society. Being a parent, the other parent, we face trials and tribulations too. We have worries, we have feelings. Here at Father Torch, we promote the advocacy of being the dad you wish you had. Join me at fathertorch.com. I was, and I still am, to some degree, a worst-case scenario planner. And for my brain, if I can live with the worst-case scenario, then that keeps me from ruminating on a thing. Again, that works for me. That may not work for you. You may be the exact opposite, right? But in analyzing a situation and figuring out what that worst case scenario is, I'm better able to be present right now. I'm better able to focus on my current situation, um, you know, current place in my journey, which I think is for me pretty cool. Someone else may have a different set of standards and that's okay because that's then their life, not mine, right? And so wherever you find yourself on this journey, I think it's really cool to be able to Look at where you are and mark your progress by your milestones, not somebody else's. It's great to be able to say, I know that I am here today and I want to be at this fill in the blank, you know, reasonable place tomorrow. And then begin to implement 
the steps that you need in, in order to get there. So I wanted to just, you know, again, take some time and talk about that mental health condition space, because that is the space that we will spend most of our time together. You know, the experts that come on and maybe some friends and family members, we'll see if we can get those folks to come on. Because one of the things I would like to do is to be able to share with you what my life is like from the perspective of other people. I mean, like, what was Kelly like before 2013? And what has life been like after 2013? And for, you know, if you don't know that 2013 is uh, September 3rd, 2013, um, I uh, attempted suicide. And uh, my my life changed after that. And not um, in the ways you might think. And it's a conversation for another day if you don't already know the story. Uh, But being able to look back and see the person that didn't have boundaries and personal boundaries, like for myself, not even like relationships or at work, like just me being able to take care of me and knowing the things that I need help with and and being comfortable asking for help, being able to kind of chart my progress and chart like my current mental health status is huge for me. Uh, And I I think it's a big deal for, for most people because who does that except, well, maybe people like me that are working on living their best mentally healthy life. And so I encourage you on this journey to one, be kind to yourself. We're all learning. We're all in different places. We're all picking up different tips and tools and strategies, um, life hacks, if you will, on how to live a better life, how to be a better person, how to be a better person to ourselves and to others. And that's what what healthy illness focuses on, developing those healthier relationships across the board. So that's all I got for now. But the gist of um, what a mental health condition is versus a mental illness, you know, I touched on and I wanted you to know what space we would be in as we have conversations here on healthy illness. Again, I would love to hear from you because I want to cover topics that you want to talk about you want to learn more about. And so you can leave comments. You can email me at frontseatlife at gmail.com. Oh yeah, like social media, Facebook and Instagram at the Front Seat Life on both of those platforms. Oh yeah, we're on YouTube. Jazz got you know, Jazzcast Pros Network um, has healthy illness everywhere. So uh, I think everywhere except TikTok, but anywhere else you can find healthy illness and uh, Front Seat Life, um, which is my health and wellness business. We out there. So until the next time, be the light. Um, we are going to talk about DBT in the next episode and emotional regulation, what that means. I'm excited for that conversation because I've been doing a lot of work in that area. So I think it's going to be a good combo. So check that out next week. Until then, yeah, this is Healthy Illness Podcast. I am your host, Kelly Marie, and um, be the light.